it's really, really funny. And she's already um, friends with Lenny Bruce, which I think is just hysterical. Is it based on a real character? I certainly don't think so. And uh, Lois from Family Guy is one of the main characters. That, I don't know that show. Alec, uh, Alex, what's her name, John? Berenstein? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know her name. She's the voice actor that plays Lois. Lois. And so far, I don't hate it. It's all right. I told you I watched Ferrari. Yeah. And then last night, I went I'm, down a I'm rabbit glad hole. You, I'm glad you took that bullet for me because I was really apprehensive about Ferrari, and uh, you uh, helped me make my mind up on that one. But for your own... Uh, yeah, when it's free, I'm not paying for it. For your own education, you should Google the 1957 Mille Milia, the last one ever held. Uh, that was basically what the movie was about, the 1957. The one where everybody died? Yeah. and it, it's uh, How do you spell that? M-I-L-L-E, and then Miglia, M-I-G-L-I-A. Oh, here it is. The Jesus. car hit a. Uh, the car the hit car. a. Oh, there's pictures, Joe. Wow, I know. I know. The car Oof, hit a uh, one of those things in the middle of the road that warns you if you're switching lanes. Yeah. And it was, it, but it was so sharp it blew the tire of the Ferrari. You know, going 150 miles an hour, and then it became just a death missile. And ironically, the kids nearest the road weren't were were spared. Because the car went flying and killed everybody standing way back. Wow. Nine spectators. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, you know, you should know better than standing next to a racetrack. <laughs> you, you know. I, but the, the film shows the way people used to watch these races. They would come out like they're going to get their mail. They'd be well, standing right on the edge of the road, and the they, cars came by. They still do that in rally car racing. Uh, you re yeah, remember uh, Ken yeah. Block? Yeah. Yeah, they're standing right next to the lane of traffic. I don't know how they're not getting killed. But in the Mille Milia in 1957, as I said, the people standing closest to the road were spared. <laughs> it was the people that were smart enough to say, I'm not going to be near the road. They got killed. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> not funny, I suppose. Everything not off out there, Reeves? At all. Lights, door shut, Fratelloni. I don't have any ads. Yeah, we're a little late today. Welcome to Thursday, Rock. Let's go here. Yes. <laughs> yes. <coughs> you all right? Use a Kleenex to cover your mouth. I actually feel better. But I'm still... You don't Fratelloni. look any better. <laughs> what else do I got? I got Fratelloni. Yeah, I'm opening her up right now. Uh -huh. Rook, I also included you on an email that they should have granted you access, I believe, yeah. to your Comcast. I did see that. Okay. <clears throat> please, please grant me access. Okay. Oh, we're February. Feb one. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I heard a lawnmower yesterday. I think March and April will average 15 below with a combined 170 inches of snow. Oh, go to hell. 
Joe just frats. Yeah, let's go here. Uh, <laughs> Schoonover and Maple Grove. Uh, you're writing today, Joe. Yep. Yep. What are you writing about? Us? You'll just have to read it if you know how. <laughs> no. You know what I will? On a beach. Yeah. And Good. I'm going to take that newspaper. You read it online. Right here. Yeah. When are you leaving? Uh, early Sunday morning. You taking a plane? Well, you could buy the paper at the airport and read it on the plane. They sell it there? Sure. Boy, that's a thin paper, Joe. I bought one the other day. Woof. Yeah, I know, John. Just, just a I, John, John, I know. Joe, Minnesota. It was two bucks for like eight pages. How come you never talk about this, Such? Are you in favor of this? Minnesota joins effort to allow government-fueled censorship. You seem like you're in favor of that because you don't never talk about it. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not in favor of that. <laughs> just you're not talking about it means yeah, right, you, I'm, I'm, you uh, must you're, be. You're complicit. Bradaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. <laughs> oh, wait, I got to switch one thing. Rough. I'm not finding this new gas tax story. Uh, center. Of, yeah, know. I'm down there. Go ahead, Governor John. Tim Walls and his cronies in the legislature are proposing a new stealth gas tax that will be worse than California's fuel standards. Okay. Uh, what's the headline? I just read it to okay, you. That's the free guy, and then just, you just click and drag. It's yeah. not... Uh, What's this? It's not coming up. Why is this looking at Do you have a job? I don't, but I was looking at an old story about during the session what they were proposing. I'm questioning whether this sounds the American I think this is. I'll go with Seymour News. If I find this on Alpha. I am coming down the phone line, and I am going okay, to. Well, we can't delete it, but it's going, it's going, it's going But we just need to change the date. Yeah, I'm not seeing it either, Kimmy. Well, what in the hell is he talking about? Well, it's a, it's, it was in my email. It's from the American Experiment, okay. dated today, 10:20 a.m. Stop the I walls gas tax. That's all I'm doing right there, right? Correct. Where yep. do I Rattalonis hardware and garden stores? I've been there. Okay. Texas. So you know what I haven't used it all this winter? My slush Property. buster. I tried that one already. Good. Yeah, you don't need to. You know, you know what my wife got me for Christmas that I've used? One of those round window cleaners that you just it works really well to get the I don't, I don't think it's on the website. Know. I don't know. What does that take? Take a picture of it and send it to me. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you. I'm not seeing it either, Kenny. Yeah, well, we're just going to have to nod and agree on this one, Joe. It's uh -huh. not on the website. Whatever you say, boss. Uh -huh. I would rather be a little, more a little more right. informed. We but, are ready. You don't want us informed. <laughs> That's cool. And Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you the Raw Judging Podcast number 1,237, Feb 1, 2024. I don't think we'll hit a record today, although we did yesterday. 54 degrees was the record high on this day. That was in 1931. And it was 28 below on this day in 1951. Boom. 
And now, from the mayor's it's office, always a delay the boathouse. You never know when you try to click on it. Yeah. Sometimes, it sometimes she fires, sometimes she doesn't. With Chris sometimes she does Manning Technology Corner, <laughs> Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of really? common sense, your mayor. Because you're doubting its veracity, I'm going to go right to it. I got this at 10. 20 a.m. today from our friends at the American Experiment. Well, it's not on their website. Governor Tim Walls and his cronies <laughs> in the legislature are proposing a new stealth gas tax that will be worse than California's crazy fuel standards. This new, more extreme proposal has been rebranded as a clean transportation standard that will make Minnesota's mandates the most extreme and most expensive in the country, surpassing California, Oregon, and Washington. They want to raise the cost of gas in Minnesota by 39 to 45 cents per gallon. Wow. For no reason. For no reason. No money for roads and bridges, no measurable (sighs) impact on the environment. Legislators are about to start debating this insane proposal. And if you would go to the Center of the American Experiment's website, they they have a a means by which you can contact your own rep. Who's the author of this particular article? Is it Claude? This is just a a bulletin off the top of their website, Chris. I don't know who authored it. Sorry. Right? They have a staff there. It's not on the website. It's not on the website, yeah. Not on the website. (laughs) Well, why was this sent to me? What website? That's insane. April Groundhog Day fools. Hey, (laughs) it is April. Are they? No, it's February 1st. Are they? It's April. (laughs) (laughs) Are they trying to drive us away? Thank you. Are they trying to drive us away? Well, I'm I'm more upset by you fellows not finding this on their website. Well, well maybe I they just haven't you. gotten to it yet, or something. I trust I you, know. Joe. I, I just I'd like to read it for myself. But I mean, if you got the email, you got the email, and it's from them, not a listener. It's from them. Yeah. Well, I trust you, and I'm outraged at the thought of this. Want to stay with that? You want to stay with taxes? Me being huh? outraged? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, you jerk. I think this uh, I think this fellow has come up before on the show. Uh, Representative Andy Smith of Rochester. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. A, a DFLer uh, who was declared bankruptcy. He had a couple of uh, businesses he was pretending to run in Baltimore or what the hell? Rochester. 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 Uh, this is uh, I've heard this before. This has been. This has been. Uh, I was alerted to this uh, courtesy of our friend Linda Keller, well, Keller Tax you, Services. He wants to tax money that doesn't yet exist. Can you do that? Uh, wow. If you buy 100 shares in Acme Corporation for $10 each, that would okay. be a grand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the price um, of that st- uh, stock rises to 20 Now it's worth 20 grand. Mm-hmm. You have made a capital gain of $1,000. But that is unrealized because the $1,000 gain doesn't actually exist. Yeah, it's not monetary. Because you haven't done anything with it. Mm-hmm. It isn't sitting in your bank account. It's the notional amount of what you would get if you sold the shares at that new price. If, by contrast, the shares fell to 5 bucks each, now your initial investment's worth 500 
you would have had an unrealized capital loss of 500 bucks. The money is an unrealized gain because it doesn't yet exist. As soon as you sell the shares, assuming the price has gone up and you've made a profit, you have a realize you have realized the gain. It becomes income and you pay tax on it. That's what we do now. Uh, but this fiscally illiterate uh, fellow would like to tax the money that you have that doesn't exist yet. Wow. And uh, I'm uh, making a list. Um, I'm going to need a rail. I'm going to need a bucket of hot tar. Mm-hmm. Um, feathers. I'm going to need some feathers. pitchfork. Um, I- I'm storming the Capitol. I'm serious. This is absolute insanity. It's a basic capital gains understanding. Uh, was this, is he someone who simply does not know? When something is unrealized, uh, as we note here, the clue is rather in the name. Well, he's bad with money. He's bad with money to begin with because I know he declared bankruptcy. Um, So I'm not sure he grasped the concept. And and I don't have much on this. This also is from the American experiment. This also is from the American experiment. Uh, I have text to people out in the know on these matters, and I'll wait to see if I well, can Well, look at, look at with who you've elected in this state. Does it surprise you that one of these fruitcakes would try this? And how many went along with it? This is a great idea. I don't know how many. Let's tax out. the rich. There, it hasn't been passed into law yet, and presumably it would not. There, there's even there's even got to be some people with dyed hair who skateboard around the Capitol who believe this is a bad idea. It's so interesting that the most ignorant among us Shout out things like tax the rich when they don't even know what that means. It doesn't know what it means for them. They just think it it affects other people. Yes, uh, Chris. I texted with our buddy Pat Garofalo, who was in his last legislative session. I understand that. I said, so Joe just read a story of a proposed new gas tax by your guy, Governor Walls. This has to be a joke. His response, yep, it's never enough. So it's true. Yeah. Now text him about Andy Smith pushing a bill to tax unrealized income. All right. Uh, This Andy Smith has no leg to stand on, no history of financial understanding, uh, nothing. He uh, somehow got himself elected in a district down in Rochester. Apparently he had a little cinema he was operating that showed... uh, Apparently very small films, and that either did or didn't work out. And then he had some bookstores. That didn't work out. I believe he came, didn't he come up in regards to the Family Leave Act? Yes. I I don't remember the context in which he came up. I believe he was one of the authors of the bill. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, Again, we we can do without the likes of this fellow. We... I think elected people have to start passing an intelligence test. <laughs> you really need to understand what you're what you're doing. And he obviously does not. Be- There's an you're... outfit called Americans for Tax Fairness. They they have released uh this idea of taxing unrealized income. This is his his being involved with it is not the first time I've heard about it. This proposed intelligence test needs to happen before you're even allowed on the ballot. Absolutely. Because it, it's been proven in this state over and over again 
that the voters in this state are so goddamn stupid that they will elect anybody. And if this moron is really affiliated with this, he quite literally doesn't know what the word unrealized means. (laughs) What the hell? A guy that cannot keep two businesses profitable and has to declare bankruptcy is proposing this? The, the people behind this believe that there's $8.5 trillion out there in untaxed assets, and they want a billionaire income tax. They don't know what they're talking about. Unrealized gains are not income. Well, I don't even know if you guys are putting that much in. I, I don't care about these money issues. I want my politicians to have a ceasefire uh, meeting. I mean, that's the real issue. Well, he, like he did. He did post on that, uh, oddly enough, Chris. How can you not be so enraged that you just don't want to go down there and raise a ruckus? This is, They're out of control, Such. I understand. They that, have to yeah. go now, today, before sundown. This is insanity. I, uh, for Chris's sake, would like to read from Andy's Facebook page. I was kidding. Let's be quiet and hear what John says. I've added my voice to the growing cry for hashtag ceasefire now in Gaza, signing the below letter provided by at Jewish voice for peace. And then it reads the whole thing that the statement that they released. Uh, I also saw on his Facebook page, he has also just filed to run for re-election. So he'll be. Rochester, right? Yeah, November. Yep. Well, we have a lot of listeners in Rochester. Uh, you're committing an atrocity by electing such an unqualified. He, he's person. not even qualified to be on social media. He's so stupid. <laughs> Seriously. Wow, you're right. He, he shouldn't even get the 163 character. He, he, keep him off TikTok, off Facebook. Boy, if that's all you need, that would thin the herd a lot on social media. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, well, God. the leaders of all the social media outfits were getting sweated under the Klieg lights yesterday yeah. in Congress. You think that'll do anything? No. Of course not. But I do think they they are harmful entities, uh, particularly for young, young people. I don't know what my answer is. Young people don't know anything other than social media. They have no idea what life used to be like. But the better the parents, the more likely the kids are not to be affected by it. So remember last year when they tried, I forget what it was, the increased fee of wages for Uber, and there was the big I hubbub. I remember, Chris. Uber then said, we're, we're shutting down operation if you guys pass this. And then, of course, Governor Walls vetoed, said, right. Bill, right. what is it going to take for them to realize if you add 40 cents a gallon outrageous to every you know every business owner every mom and dad trying to t- who's every truck ha- driver who's going to have to step up and say you don't understand what may i uh, okay. may i uh, uh, be outraged I, yes may i just say we're poorly led let's turn to ilhan omar speaking of being poorly led here is your latest Ilhan Omar report on Garage Logic. The Star Tribune has finally gotten around to the <laughs> okay. uh, B3. B3. <laughs> B3. Yes. Bingo. Uh, oh, uh, headline Omar criticism based on flawed translation. Subhead Her speech was translated as putting Somalia first. It's by Zoe Jackson and Faiza Mahmoud. Uh, one of whom apparently speaks Somali because the story mentions a Star Tribune uh, reporter who speaks Somali 
listen to her speech. This is uh, Ilhan facing scrutiny and criticism from Republicans. I, I got to think that she might be facing scrutiny and criticism for more than just Republicans occasionally, don't you? She has to. But it's always uh, this paper. It's always the Republicans who, mm -hmm. who criticize. Uh, Republicans led by Tom Emmer, whose testicles are in a jar at Mar-a-Lago, uh, have criticized an alleged translation of a speech to a room full of Somali supporters in Minneapolis last weekend with Emmer calling it anti-American. Okay, Omar said the translation accompanying a video of that speech that went viral uh, was slanted and completely off, and the Star Tribune is racing to the scene uh, to correct that on her behalf. The speech was held at an event at a Hyatt Hotel in downtown Minneapolis, January 27, to celebrate the recent election in the region of Somalia known as Puntland. Omar's comments turned to a port deal between landlocked Ethiopia and the breakaway Republic of Somaliland that's left the entire Horn of Africa on edge. Because we don't have enough to worry about here. We, we should be aware of this. In the wake of the port deal between the northern region of Somalia and Ethiopia, Omar said in the speech that she's fielded calls from concerned people who want the U.S. to intervene in hopes of nullifying the 50-year agreement. We can't even settle our own border problems in this country. That's me. That's not the story. Omar's office pointed to a more accurate translation of her speech. Her office pointed to a more accurate translation of her speech. The Star Tribune reporter who speaks Somali listened to the speech and reviewed the transcript and found it matched Omar's comments. It said, my answer was the U.S. government will do what we tell the U.S. government to do. That's supposed to be better. <laughs> we as Somalis should have that confidence in ourselves. We live in this country. We pay taxes in this country. We steal food from this country. No, that, that wasn't in there. <laughs> it's a country where one of your own sits in Congress. As long as I'm in Congress, no one will take Somalia's C, S-E-A. And the United States will not support other people to rob us. Rest assured, Minnesotans, the woman you sent to Congress is aware of you and has the same interest as you. When she says, rest assured, Minnesotans, she's not talking to me. She's talking to Somali Minnesotans, I would imagine. Yeah. The translation now under dispute characterized Omar's comments this way. The U.S. government will only do what Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. Okay. But the correct translation, according to the Star Tribune, is my answer was the U.S. government will do what we tell the U.S. government to do. So you drop the word only. What's the difference? Only is gone. They will do what we want and nothing else. This is the correct translation. Really? They'll do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders. And that is how we will safeguard the interests of Somalia. Together, we will protect the interests of Somalia. Wait, uh, she has every right in the world to be interested in Somalia, but 
Does she have every right in the world to bring down the full weight and force of the U.S. government to do whatever she wants it to do? She doesn't even have the right to say, address me. I am not in her district. She, the including all of Minnesota, Minnesota is absurd. It's her district, and it's a few people in her district. Uh, Emmer has requested an ethics committee investigation into her comments. How many would that bring it to now? I don't know. She's had a few. How uh, many did he need? Emmer's office did not respond to a request for a copy of the ethics complaint. Omar said in a prepared statement Tuesday that she rejects the attempt to question her character and her loyalty to America, her home. What she's she's rejected that attempt a uh, hundred times. The attacks being lobbed against me are not only completely false, they are rooted in xenophobia and Islamophobia. Sure, yeah. She's done that. She's yeah, played that, always, that card. She's played so yeah. often that card is tattered. Do you That's think sprayed. it's the yeah. same one? Dog-eared. She's, the same one She's wearing out that dog-eared card. Yeah. She yeah. plays it all the time. Yeah. Here it comes. There it is. Flash it. Yep. Boom. Omar said she supports a unified Somalia, which aligns with longstanding U.S. policy. The video was originally circulated on X by Ambassador Rhoda J. Elmi, Deputy Minister of Foreign Affairs for Somaliland. Elmi was critical of Omar's comments, calling her language divisive and unbecoming. Okay, so someone that really knows what's going on called her remarks divisive and unbecoming. Of course. Can I address Omar uh, personally? You it, it's it's not xenophobia. It's not Islamophobia. It's you. It's you. We hate you. You're a bad person. Has nothing to do with the color of your skin, where you're from, or your religion. It's you. Well, let's clean up the word hate. Strong dislike. Yeah, I'm standing by it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we, this is all a function of the mystery. Her presence is a, is an, is a symptom of the mystery. Always has been. Uh, and what Americans anticipate and have been losing now with regularity since the onset of the mystery for which we could pick an arbitrary time in history, but you could call it at least 20 years, 25 years, as the mystery gains momentum. What Americans expect is a worldview shared by their representatives, where America is nurtured and husbanded and cared for and is thought to be a wonderful place full of opportunity and promise and Americans are tired of it being shot down all the time by people, people criticizing it and ridiculing it, whether they be representatives of the failed academy or politicians or movie stars. We're tired of this country being treated so raggedly uh, to the point where here is a, an elected representative who is telling a very select group of people with a very narrow interest in this case, an interest that has very little to do, if anything, with the United States of America, telling them, don't worry, America will do what I tell them to do. Mm. Now, how am I misinterpreting that? 
Well, you're Islamophobic. You're not. Uh, but they're going to come back and say, yeah, it's it, Islamophobic. And they're going to say that comes from a place of white privilege. People have listened to me long enough to know that I don't give a damn if she's green or blue or white or red. I just don't like her politics. They don't have the gumption to debate you on the issues. So they were never going to acknowledge my existence. She could never last in a dis, even a discussion with you. But that's exactly and, what. Oh, and that's me. why they resort to these act, yep. these absurd accusations. Because yep. they don't because have a comeback. They, she's they done can't that repeatedly. Down. She's yeah. played that card. That's because she can't sit down and talk or debate the issues. It would be weird if she was green, though. Yeah, but, you know, I don't care if her politics reflected in any way a love of this country. It okay. ain't easy being green. That, right. would, be, yeah, that would be such a delightful turn of events. So you wonder that. why someone that attached to Somalia, uh, who apparently cares that deeply about Somalia... And apparently has a deep understanding of Somalia. Why she wouldn't want to live in Somalia. I'm not, I'm not being facetious. Why she wouldn't want to live there and work for its betterment. Rather right. than hide here in some condo in Minneapolis that she visits every once in a while to keep her hat in the 5th Congressional District ring. Well, in America, she can speak freely. She can't speak freely in Somalia. Well, why wouldn't she want to go there and turn that around? It would be a noble cause. It would be. Taking the easy road. But save your BS for somebody else, Omar. You're a pain in the ass. She knows how insignificant she is at home and that her nonsense wouldn't be allowed or put up with. I'll say. Yeah. You know what I'll say? I'll say something about the wonderful, wonderful people at the Minnesota Masonic Charities Scholarship Program. Last year, I told you about a great new program. They're one of the largest uh, private scholarship granting organizations in the state of Minnesota. It's Minnesota Masonic. They are proud to support the young people of Minnesota. And last year, they launched a brand new scholarship program. It's unlike anything you've ever seen. It's called the Selfless Scholar. Here's how it works. Instead of inviting students to apply for a scholarship based on their achievements, the scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves, recognize the kindness and selflessness of their fellow students. And they get a whole bunch of entries, and I think the deadline is pretty close here, the February 29th, but this scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves. And I tell you what, MMC has a, a great program for 2024, and over the course of the next few weeks, I'll be sharing you some of their stories. One cool thing about the scholarship, there's 15 $5,000 scholarships. They're split between the nominator and the nominee, thereby awarding both the person who took the time to write the story and the person whose story got the attention of a peer. Stay tuned. You'll hear some of those stories very soon. You can go to mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org to learn more. No, drop that, Josh. Six, the sixty, uh, not the full one. Josh is this one. That's full, Josh. No, we don't want that one. That's the one we had yesterday. Same one, right? The six. Yep, the sixty. 
Garofalo says. Why not? We got a deficit. We can't spend less. We can only borrow and tax more. What's this? Garofalo. What did he say? I said, what about Andy Smith wanting to tax money that doesn't exist? And he responded, why not? We've got a deficit. We can't spend less. We can only borrow and tax more. <laughs> this is what happens when the inmates run the asylum. Mm-hmm. I got to wonder if, if the voters have figured out that both parties are crazy and we have divided government. Uh, it certainly becomes clearer every day why he'd want to resign. Oh, I, I didn't blame him. They're not working for us. They do not have our interests in mind. That's the problem. None of them do. And then make sure that you get rid of that other track. I did. Okay. She's gone. She's gone. My current interest would be, why was my streetlight on this morning? Right now it's on. The streetlights in my neighborhood are on right now. Isn't that a waste of money? Is it missing copper? No, it's on, I said. (laughs) I don't know. Why are they on? Aren't they, uh, what do you call it, activated by the sunrise and whatnot? What do you think? We got uh, solar? Wasn't that all all of them are activated? I think they're electric. Yeah. Gas or electric? No, Joe is (laughs) not hearing you correctly. I know. (laughs) I'm ready. Uh, Good. See, does Kenny, uh, what do you have, seafoam and? No. Maybe. what you got? Well, you just got maple. Uh, uh, you should have scones and maple grove. There we go. Maple grove. There we go. <laughs> what are we going to do right now? What are he's we gonna, doing, Matt? He's going to do maple grove right now. Here we go. And you didn't put a scoonie in there, did you? No. No, he did, Josh. Here we go. The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Three constants with Liberty Safes and Maple Grove Lock and Safe. Three things you can always expect. Number one, you'll always get a sale on Liberty Safes. It's always going on. There's a new sale every month on these high-quality American-made safes. The January sale just wrapped up. New one coming soon. In addition to the monthly sales, Rich is always offering you 15% off all quick combination and key vaults no matter what the other Liberty sales are. All you have to do is mention, tell him you're a GLer. And as a GLer, you can always expect a little something extra when you purchase a Liberty Safe from Maple Grove Lock and Safety. Just let him know. Tell him you're from Gumption County, and uh, he'll set you up with something you need for your brand new safe, something like free installation of an electrical accessories kit when you buy it. You buy it, Rich puts it in for free, no charge. And number three, always expect Liberty to have your back, uh, either through their lifetime transferable warranties, their privacy poly policy. That policy, by the way, goes above and beyond what any other safe company in the country does, or just Liberty's ability to match you up with the right safe. And the it's, it's all about your needs. They're not going to try to upsell you here. Here's what you do. Go to maplegrovelockandsafe.com, find the safe quiz. It's under the information center tab. And then take the test. Find out which safe is best for you. Get a hold of Rich. Pick up the phone, 763-328-0628. Or better yet, stop in, shake his hand. 6901 East Fish Lake Road. And prepare yourself to own the very best safe ever made, the Liberty Safe from maplegrovelockandsafe.com. One of the illegal immigrants who helped 
beat up and assault two New York City police officers in Times Square. Upon his release, his name is Johan Boada, 22. He's wearing a Lakers T-shirt. Not held, uh, released virtually right away. Uh, came out and there were reporters shouting questions at him. And as he walked by, he just used both hands to give them the finger and kept going. Ah. So it, 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 it so, really, uh, really hasn't taken these guys long to figure out how it works, does it? Joe, when they were released, were they released without charges? So they never they were, have to answer for this? I'm sure they were charged. They were just released without bail. Without bail. I okay, don't know. So, I, I don't know. Who, who thinks they can ever find him again? Well, in theory, there will be a pointless court case uh, in the future. But well, you're right. They'll, they probably, attend. they'll probably be able to find him again, Joe, because I'm going to venture a guess. He's more than, more than likely going to get arrested for something. Well, and then he'll just sure get put him through the old spin cycle. Get uh, get released again. Uh, Willard, uh, Willard Anger writes, I'd like to add to the reactions you guys had to Governor Wall saying the days of old white guys handing out money needs to end. As you said, it's over. Lots of people handing out money, but not so many old white guys. What he invoked is the old invisible enemy. They have done it for years. The Republicans want to cut education funding. No, no, they don't. They never have. Those fascists are trying to take away your right to vote. No, they're just trying to make it a legitimate franchise, etc. The left has a stranglehold on local and state government and need to maintain a false impression of being the underdog to an ignorant and or ill-informed populace. In this situation, the enemy is invisible and can be whatever Walls and his ilk want it to be. Walls is the only old white guy throwing money at whatever lefty black hole he sees, so maybe he should step aside. And I would bet the consortium or whatever it is who bought that block in St. Paul includes a good number of GLers, whether they know it or not. Men and women who worked hard, made some scratch, and are now investing in their community. They didn't, they didn't and don't need the help of a disingenuous old creep like Walls. Or to put it simply, it's pandering with a full twisting back somersault. Yes, it is. Well said. And our friend uh, Scott Mueller. For Mueller Mortuaries? Yeah. He said, Joe, I recently was in both Phoenix and Las Vegas and rented a car in both places. As I'm by myself and no need to impress anybody, I get the least expensive rental car I can. When I showed up at and retrieved my car, I was assigned an EV each time. One was a Mustang and the other was a Tesla. I asked the clerk why I'm being assigned such an expensive car when I asked for an economy car. He said it's because nobody wants to rent these. They're afraid of having to find a charging station. And so we have to present them as a very expensive economy car option. Both cars were interesting, but the Tesla was so highly infused with technology that it was annoying to drive. I suspect that Avis will soon be moving these cars to the sales lot because the cost doesn't justify the return. And I really resent the way Mueller signs off his uh, correspondence with me. <laughs> soon that? and very soon, Scott. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sometimes he signs off patiently waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if you're, can you refuse them? What if they're the last car on the lot? I, think I guess you got to take you it. You have to take what you can get. But wasn't there a story? Uh, did Josh? I can't. Somebody had it where there is a rental outfit that got rid of 90% of their EV fleet. 
I don't know if it was Avis or Budget so, or whoever it was. It was a big one. I remember. Yeah. How's how's this work if you don't take a car? Where are you going to lose money? Is there a deposit situation that's going to be gone? I don't know. I haven't rented a car in quite some time. I was actually talking to Chris. Uh, the last time Not I rented... Rent he takes his own car because he's too cheap That's to fly. That's true. I am too cheap to fly, which is like why I like bringing my own vehicle. But the last time, I, I recall, Kenny, because I always usually want an SUV if I've got my wife and kids. And okay. they did they, have one. All right. I've stopped listening. All right. <laughs> one time I rented a car in Arizona, and the clerk said, what is this, a joke? He had my license in his hand. I said, no. He said, well, this expired a year ago. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, whoops. When I got home, I and it like, turned out it was a library card. Quick, get my license fixed. I think I can link adult diapers <laughs> to what's happened in the country. Not many people would, would huh? venture where that angel yeah. first. Yeah. Uh -huh. right. Well, I don't know. Just you saying that makes sense to me. I, I mean, that would explain a lot with this you. country. Thank you. No wonder we're in the asshole. It's a, it's a B, it's an ABDL movement, adult baby diaper love. Oh, <laughs> it's a diverse community <laughs> with various individuals and their unique wants and needs. But it turns out uh, there's a small town in New Hampshire where there's quite a bit of ABDL, okay. adult diaper baby love. Yeah. So there's people walking around with full loads. We'll get to loads. that. We'll get to that. Kenny. Let's try to let's just try to keep it on the up and up because well, I mean, it's so gross. Well, it is, but it's going to explain a lot. They got themselves a website. I see. Well, it's called the Diaper Spa. Wow. It's yeah. in Atkinson, New Hampshire. It says <sighs> it is an age play friendly adult diaper spa <laughs> to nurture and pamper all. Diaper lovers and enthusiasts in richly immersive experiences. Enthusiasts. This, <laughs> the spa is a safe and judgment-free zone for visitors to pamper themselves with snacks, playtime, story time, nap time, cuddle time, changing time, coloring, nursery rhymes, and sing-alongs. This guy's got clowns yeah. on his. Services advertised include an adult baby diaper lover nursery spa care at 300 bucks an hour, Oof. virtual play dates at 200 bucks an hour, and an all-day premier spa experience for the little one inside of you for 1500 bucks. And I submit reasonable. to you, I submit to you when our mental faculties have declined to this level, uh, it's no wonder we can be governed by just anybody who Thank wants you. to be Thank wants you. to take the job and I, then run roughshod over you because you're not paying attention and then mocked by the entire globe. See, here's where you and I are different. Yeah. I'm seeing brand new GL State Fair merchandise. Really? No, you're not because no GLers are the official <laughs> GL diaper. These and are the you can kind sit of people and watch the show for four hours. <laughs> these are the kind of people that can't change a tire when they get a flat on the side of the road. These are the people that don't know how to check the oil. These, these are not functioning adults. These are people who don't care who got elected. They just don't care. They vote so for whoever. Yeah, they vote for uh, whoever social media tells them to vote for. In the summer, you can play with your water wings and floaties. 
Picnic under the tree with your teddy bear. Play marbles. What are your floaties? You put them on your arm so you don't. Don't ask oh, me yeah. questions. Okay. Like that. <laughs> I'm surprised you caught it. Yeah. Or swing on the front porch swing and serve tea to your dollies. Uh huh. In the winter, we can make snow angels, build snowmen, drink hot cocoa from beneath clouds of whipped cream and sprinkles. <laughs> this is why terrorists are walking casually across this, this our border into this over. country. Yep. I, I I don't think I can exaggerate this enough. Yeah. Now, there's people in the town who are uh, concerned. Mother of three, Kayla Gallagher, told the Eagle Tribune that she is concerned because the spa is close to a children's park and fears it caters to clients with a sexual fetish. That is something that I will never be willing to expose my kids to, so now we will no longer be able to use that park. She told the paper, according to BostonGot.com, local resident Mike Vigliata was against the spa for a similar reason. But, yeah, do your libraries have, uh, uh, what are those dance days? Uh, the Trans uh, days? What are, oh, what are they're coming things? to read? Yeah. Um, trans storytelling? Yeah. You know, what? so why, why, why not this? What's over? <sighs> this is New Hampshire. Why not just straight up bestiality? Have fun with a cow. Gross. Here's a sheep. Look at this sexy sheep. Come on in. It's okay. Uh, Why not dead people? Hey, necrophiliacs. Come on down. Have some fun. Have a little tea with your dead friend. They don't have field trips. That's that's a relief. <laughs> I hate to be driving through town and see them you know, waddling along <laughs> right. Main Street. How about a parade? There's no sexual interaction. That's according to the spa's website. Right. And and clients are subject to a screening on the National Sex Offenders uh, Database. We don't know that. You didn't answer my question at the what outset. The, what, what was the question? Are they walking around with a pant load? Uh, I, you know, I, saggy, I, hanging maybe, down, maybe. full, leaking out the leg holes. We've all had kids. The diaper spa was created to provide a safe and non-judgmental space for these individuals. Uh, well, then, you know, using that distorted reasoning uh, and hiding behind the word safe space, what what couldn't you devise some perverted safe space for? Well, that's what we just went through, bestiality. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, let's go. You people are uh, mentally deficient, and you're an example of why the country is crashing up against the rocks of despair. Great big swells of despair crashing on the shore. Yeah, I hate that. Where is she? Let's go. Yeah, and, but my... and, and then the normal people, uh, a word I don't hesitate to use, they get ripped here in this story because they fail to comprehend. See, they're judgmental. It's above them. Yes, I am judgmental. If I see somebody walking around in a diaper, I'm, I'm going to say something. You're going to judge. Yeah. You're going to profile. I'm going to be judgmental. Wasn't the adult diapers what got you to the 20 honks? Yeah, I no, mean, that yeah. Was, that yeah, was, was no, that was the babies. That, it was the baby, large but they babies. were the size of adults. Yes. Oh, okay. Jay Leno had a great line. Jordy wants to know if this will result in a new honk record. But oh. no, because I don't find this funny. This right. is pathetic. 
These people are pathetic. Furries are pathetic. You're all pathetic, and you're the reason the country screwed up. <laughs> Amen. Jay Leno had a great line when the uh, Depends first came out. In his monologue, he said, I was sitting around watching football, and I was thinking, hey, these Depends are really great. Because <laughs> he doesn't have to get up. He just That's like, pretty funny, man. He's himself. Thank you for I do throwing that out What there. about the soil? Do they get into soil at all? <laughs> it's on my mind right now. Uh, uh, this story, they don't talk about changing or anything like that. Just, well, if they, yeah, they got changing. Uh, yes. Adult changing In tables? Fact, if you go right back to the beginning, I would seem to be maybe the appeal to these nutcases is that... Uh, I have a better question. They, no, they pamper themselves with snacks, playtime, story okay. time, nap time, cuddle time, changing time, oh. coloring, nursery rhymes, and a sing-along. What hard-hitting issue was the mayor discussing before you instructed him in the talkback to switch to Maury Povich to see the babies in the... the Whatever the it was, it sure, we got we lost it. I think it was taxes, and we must do something about this immediately, immediately. Let's go here. I'm fed up to my neck. So I had to, I had to get him off track a little bit. He goes, turn the channel nine. Go to Maury, go to Maury. I put on nine, and it was these babies about the size of Reavers wearing <laughs> diapers crawling around the stage. Yes. And I just had a... I guffawed. Uh, I It was good. I, I thought it was an obese kid. No, they were they were smoking. They were, they were, smoking, big, they were big fat. Babies. They were big, huge babies. <laughs> oh, okay. But, so they were babies. But they looked like uh, you know fifth graders, yeah. and they were chubby. And, and they, they had all a, had the diapers. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Now yeah. many of them probably live in. Uh, They're what adults. Town is this? New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Atkinson, New Hampshire. Yeah, I'll take them. You fruitcakes. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we'll be under uh, Iranian rule within two years. What do you think when the Chinese commies look at something like that? They think, oh, we've got them about, right where we want them. They, they say to themselves, did you ever think it would be this easy? Yeah. Yeah, right. There's Just walk right did in. Did you ever think it would be this easy? These people are this, nuts. Or do you we think really want to do this? Are they like Putin and the Chinese and Iran? Are they drawing stars, uh, straws to see who gets to invade us first? Yeah, yeah, and it's just they're saying, I can't believe what they're doing. They're making it so easy. Because when will you hear the next thing I got coming up that you'll have to wait for? Because we're going to take a break and come back with Johnny Height. I, I don't know if I can do this. I'm watching Lori Povich. All right. <laughs> I would put Scoon in here. Yeah. And then just go right to John. Don't do a spot. Are we done with the ads? I don't know. No. There's a 105-pound baby in this story. How is that possible? Well, and that, is that the one I watched? Yeah, it's Maury Povich, 20 From years From what ago. year was it? Four it says 20 years later, so uh, I don't know when this was posted. About 2004. <laughs> uh, well, 2020 it was posted, so it would have been 20, 2000, year 2000. Yeah. But I thought, but wasn't it in the Maplewood? Oh, no, it was here. It was oh, here. that's right, because Maplewood, you could see that TV. We could both see this TV. I didn't TV have at the a same. TV in Maplewood. No, but well, the, I didn't have my own. But the one that was in the control room right. was visible by both. Here, homes. I had a TV in my room. Yeah, that's you're right. Then it was 1985 is closer to 2004 than today is. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Get rid of track two. 19 years. Mm -hmm. 
All right, let's see what we're bringing here. The heat. You know, every day is a gift. And you got these assholes in New Hampshire <laughs> squandering the gift by wearing diapers. Yeah. I, I, and that uh, guy's vote counts just as much as yours. And that's why All we're right. doomed. Yep. I am rolling. It's not a serious country. Here we go. Is somebody doing something? Yep, I'm going back. You, should I break in the middle or no? What uh, do you got left for ads, Rob? You can, yeah, you can throw it to me. Throw it to you? I've okay. got one. Well, wouldn't you say the third rail has us right, right where they want us? Yes. Yes, cut. And three. Okay, here we go. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Minneapolis community safety officials say they plan to open the city's new third precinct and community safety center in March of next year. City Council approved the new location in November. It will be just down Minnehaha Avenue from the old project. Community Safety Commissioner Todd Barnett and Design and Implement Station Director Amanda Harrington confirmed they plan to open the police portion of the building at the same time as the community services portion. What remains unclear is what those services beyond policing will look like or how much money the city is pitching in. All of this at a meeting yesterday did not sit well with City Council Member Robin Wansley. She said, what I'm hearing so far is there are lots of staff meetings or subgroups that have been compromised to make a plan, but they're still not a plan. Harrington says there will ideally be at least some integrated space between police and community spaces when it uh, opens. Is this when things got heated, John? Was it at that same meeting? No, this was, it's the same meeting, but it got heated about a different subject. I do not have that in my news, but that okay. was about the uh, encampments is when it got heated. Ah, because your gal was pretty outspoken, Joe. She I was. Saw that. A well, week she's after, calling it for what it is. It's no, a, she's 100% right. It's all addicted yeah. people. Yep. A week after the city council approved that resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza, the mayor vetoed it, calling it one-sided. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry announced his decision yesterday afternoon, saying he supports a ceasefire but didn't like the language in the resolution because, in his words, it uplifts the history of Palestinians and all but erases that of Israeli Jews. Uh, Fry has expressed frustration with the council's resolution earlier this month, noting that he was never consulted. Despite being the only elected Jew in the city, he did say he met with a few council members before last week's meeting to express concerns. Some council members also voted against the resolution after saying it should call Hamas a terrorist organization. However, the measure was approved by nine council members. That would be enough to override the mayor's veto, which the council could do at its next meeting. On February 8th. Minneapolis, you get what you deserve. Do this they, is why you are not a serious city. Do these group of idiots seriously think they're making a difference? Yes. They truly believe this, don't yes. they? Yes. This is why Minneapolis is uh, in the position they are, because they're wasting time with this. And the fact that, uh, I mean, I love the fact that he vetoed it, but the fact that he's 
he said something along the lines of, I'd be willing to sign it if they said this, this, and this. This shouldn't even come up to, it shouldn't be up for discussion. No, he's trying to have it both ways. Right. Minneapolis public school teachers spoke out against the district early this morning, a day after staging a walkout at the end of the school day as contract negotiations continue. According to MPS, the district needs to reduce $90 million in spending for the next year to remain financially sound, but the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers says that statement is exaggerated at best and reckless at worst. Union leaders say members have been working without a contract for seven months, been asking the district for a 16% pay increase over two years. Yeah, okay. The union adds it commissioned an analysis of the district spending, and while the full findings are expected to be released later on today, MFT officials say in the last five years, MPS has projected a deficit each fall, adjusted that number throughout the year, and then posted a surplus the following summer. Contracts are negotiated every two years. But the one negotiated during the March 2022 strike was retroactive at the time. It expired in June of 2023. Going back to Minneapolis not being a serious city, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, the best any city can hope for is that it's treading water. Minneapolis feels like it's treading water. It's not. Um, it's not. It's no, not advancing. I, I see that they've gone under, and uh, I just lost sight of them. Oh, okay. They're about to be resting on the bottom. Well, as I said then, the best you can hope for is to be treading water. Yeah, that would be an improvement. Yeah. A new wrinkle in a story we followed a couple years back. The Minnesota Supreme Court has overturned first-degree murder and kidnapping convictions for a woman who was sentenced to life in prison for aiding the New Year's Eve killing of a Minneapolis realtor. 32-year-old Elsa Segura was accused of posing as an interested home buyer to draw 28-year-old Monique Baugh to a house showing on December 31st, 2019. Segura didn't show up. Two of her boyfriend's friends, Cedric Berry and Barry Davis, did. They tied Baugh up, kidnapped her, and then shot her in an alley, according to court documents. They also shot Baugh's boyfriend, who survived his injuries. Prosecutors said they think Barry and Davis did all that at the direction of Segura's boyfriend, Lyndon Wiggins, who allegedly had a falling out with Baugh's boyfriend earlier that year, stemming from a dispute involving a record label. Barry, Davis, Wiggins, and Segura were all convicted, sentenced to life in prison for their roles in this whole thing. However, the Minnesota Supreme Court ruled prosecutors didn't have enough evidence to uphold Segura's convictions for first-degree murder and attempted murder under an aiding and abetting theory of liability because they didn't prove that Segura knew that Barry and Davis were planning to kidnap and kill Baugh. The justice has also determined the judge's jury instructions on accomplice liability were erroneous, could have impacted the jury's decision. The ruling throws out Segura's convictions and life sentence. However, the ruling is unlikely to impact the cases of Barry and Davis, even if the premeditation aspect is in question because the killing happened during a kidnapping. I want you to know that I didn't pay any attention to that story and I couldn't tell you what John just said. Well, I was complicated. I was reading a tweet from uh, Brett Weinstein, to be honest, yeah. and I have no idea what it's just. Uh, John, I was, and I was confused. So she yeah, basically, the point. I was confused. She well, she got off or had her uh, whatever her sentence rescinded because she wasn't one of the people that pulled the trigger. Is that basically uh, what they yes, decided? Yes, and, and she said she was not aware that they were going to kill her. I don't you guys remember the story, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. very well, John. They said, uh, <laughs> the court said she was not aware, which she said, 
that they were going to kill this woman and also the judge's instructions about uh, the liability of somebody in that position were wrong. That basically the judge said you could do whatever you want with her when uh, uh, apparently the Supreme because Court. Because she says, also no, received can't. a life sentence. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. So the federal government says it will not budge on its decision to impose taxes on that big rebate check that you got from Minnesota last fall. The IRS said in December that the agency considers the checks federally taxable income, a surprise to state officials that sparked a flurry of lobbying to try and reverse that decision before income tax filing season starts. But now in letters sent to Minnesota U.S. Representative Pete Stauber and U.S. Representative Angie Craig, IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel said the state's rebates did not fall under the category of general welfare or disaster relief, both of which can be excluded from federal taxes. So those hefty checks of 260 bucks for single filers <laughs> or 520 for couples will have to be filed with your normal yeah. tax filings. I love the fact that we're getting taxed twice. We're getting on we're getting taxed on money that was sent back to us because we were overtaxed. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Way to go, so, government. Travel, you really you screwed know. us good that time. Will you, will you fellas join me as we walk down memory lane quickly? So on the campaign trail, Governor Walls said, we can't listen to millionaires like Scott Jensen. Minnesotans need $2,000 rebate checks. Yes, he did well, say that. Well, that was a lie. It ended up being $265. He's a, he's a politician. And then he also said, well, don't worry, because this money you're getting, you ain't going to be taxed on. Well, that was also a lie. He has no idea how the IRS works. Because now we're going to get so, taxed on it. I will see. I go to prison if I continue with my campaign to get a rail a bucket of hot tar, <laughs> no, yeah. um, some pitchforks, um, maybe torches. some torches. I, I torches would be in trouble, Kenny. I so I could get thrown in jail for that because that's so. what they—that's what we need. We sure need something, but you're not going to get it from people who wear diapers. What? Well, you're not going to get it from the voters of this state right. who love being treated like There's this. There's probably a diaper crowd in this state. Oh heavens, a, yes, a diaper crowd. I like yeah. that. Okay. Why a don't we uh, community? Well, <laughs> Why don't we take a little break? We can and do that, Johnny. Our friend, the Rook. Sorry, yeah, I thought it was going to be a talk about zero No, you're good. <laughs> I want to tell you about the good folks at Zero Res. Zero Res has been around for quite some time. They started here on Garage Logic. They have great specials. You heard me. I sound like a recording, but every single day they do the same great job. Check out the 17,000 reviews. Check out the 4.9 rating on Google. Backing it up, yes, they do. The Zero Res Gotta Love It Guarantee. When Zero Res comes in your home, I'll tell you how it works. You call, make an appointment. They come in with their little vans. They've got their machines, and they do exactly what you tell them to do. Hallway, yep. Stairs, yep. Carpet, yep. Whatever. Now, remember, you're in charge there. You can get as much or as little as you want, but right now, why don't you go for this great deal? It's the Rook Special. Three rooms, Zero Resified for just $119. And don't forget... The air ducts, man. They're 75 bucks. Take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts zero res clean. Have they ever been cleaned? Call right now, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online at zeroresminnesota.com and tell them you want the rookie special. This is the uh, the the uh, month of love, right? Well, send some love to your carpets with zero res, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or zeroresminnesota.com. Yeah. 
All right, here we go. What's left for Adsbrook? Um, uh, let me check. I think that might. Haven't be we it. been in break for about fifteen seconds? I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. Joe's got to write. Joe's what are you write. eating, Kenny? Right. Um, grapes and apple. Yeah, grapes. No, no, you're not. <laughs> Sounded like a uh, lie, didn't it? It did. She made me read an article the other night. Sugar is the new cancer. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid it. Yeah, except, it was, I, except I won't avoid it if, if grapes have sugar. That's okay. Well, that's a natural sugar. This that's is processed sugar. sugar. Yeah, candy's not good for you. No. There's no sugar in cigarettes, you sons of bitches. Candy is <laughs> not a point. Candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. That's an old saying. Booze. That was very Wonka. Hey. Booze what? very high in sugar. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, I know. That's why when you quit, you have such sugar pangs. Joe, uh, what? Sierra Nevada Trail Pass. What about it? Very IPA ish. Non alcoholic? Non alcoholic. Oh, I'll have to try good. it. I'll have to try it. What Trail gets a six pack of any? Like uh, something like that, Johnny. What is that called? 11.50. Yeah, it depends. Anywhere from 11 For a to six pack? Mm -hmm. 14, yeah. Jesus. Surly's new one is a great disappointment. We are done. Yeah, it's kind that. of boring. Great kind of boring. disappointment. Has no resemblance whatsoever you, to any I, Surly product. I think you will like the Trail Pass. I was I'll surprised. Try it. You know what's really good? About 12 glasses of Fireball. Just <laughs> <laughs> 12? You know what? I'm not going to argue with you. I bet it is great. That sets you free, my brother. Yep. You know what Jess uh, yeah. purchased, Kenny? Eggnog. I don't do whiskey. that. My, uh, my brother, when I was home, tasted one of my NAs, and he said, I said, that's pretty good, huh? And he goes, boy, your your taste uh, level has actually gone down quite a bit in the last year. Has eggnog got eggs in it? It's got some form of dairy, I'm assuming. Mm. Makes you poop like a goose, though. Well, good thing I'm in New Hampshire wearing a diaper. That's right. <laughs> it's changing this is my time. Kind of party. Hey, are we going to go here? Yeah, I'm just getting a job. Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes bump. ago, Joe said, let's go. Let's go here. Let's, where is let's she? Go let's go here. There's no spot. No, no spot. Uh, there's no spot. We're done. Okay. We're done. We're going to cut her short today. Let's go yeah. here. You want me to do news here, though, right? Is that yeah, correct? A little yeah. bit. Okay. Little a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Here we go. <laughs> It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. In other news, legislative news, somewhat of a miracle yesterday in Washington, D.C., the United States House of Representatives actually approved a bill with broad support from both parties. Really? You're allowed to do that? Yeah, it's really? a roughly $79 billion tax cut, uh, cut package that would enhance the child tax credit for millions of lower-income families and boost three tax breaks for businesses, a combination that gives lawmakers on both sides of the political aisle policy wins. The prospects for the measure becoming law are uncertain with the Senate still having to take it up, uh, but for a House that well, let's just say they've struggled a bit to get any bills of consequences over the finish line. The legislation could represent a rare breakthrough. The bill passed by a vote of 357 to 70. 
Uh, on the other side, U.S. Senator James Langford can't catch a break as he tries to strike that bipartisan U.S. border deal with Senators Chris Murphy and Kirsten Sinema. Although Langford was appointed by Senator Mitch McConnell to lead a bipartisan negotiation on immigration, the backlash he's received from jello, uh, fellow GOP lawmakers suggests that they see him as unfit for the job in their eyes. Uh, you said Jello. Jello's correct. <laughs> that was funny. I That's thought it was correct. I like Close I don't like being called Jello. Lang- Langford, considered uh, con- very conservative in the uh, Congress, says it's been exceptionally frustrating. He says, everybody's saying, prove me wrong on this. Here's the internet rumor. Prove this is wrong. However, the text of the whole thing hasn't been released, so nobody has actually read the bill. Uh, that is frustrating some other Republicans who actually agree with Langford. Senator Kevin Kramer of North Dakota said Republicans are turning on him because it's more convenient politically than explaining the merits of it. That's very frustrating for me. Another Republican, Mike Rounds, emphasized that Lankford has not deserved any of this criticism. The Oklahoma senator insists we still have gaps in openness in the border a decade from now if we don't resolve it right now. This kind of moment, he said, doesn't come very often. When it comes, we have to have a longer look than 10 months from now. Federal Reserve announced yesterday it was keeping interest rates at their current levels. All of this comes amid improving consumer confidence and a declining inflation rate. In a run-up to the announcement, some Fed officials have been signaling the current rate has been enough to knock inflation down toward the central bank's 2% target. Federal funds target rate has remained at 5.25% to 5.5% since last summer, following 11 increases. U.S. officials have confirmed to CBS News that plans have been approved for a series of strikes over a number of days against targets, including Iranian personnel and facilities inside Iraq and Syria. The strikes would come in response to drone and rocket attacks targeting U.S. forces in the region, including that drone attack on Sunday that killed three U.S. service members at the Tower 22 base inside Jordan near the Syrian border. Are you supposed to tell them what you're going to do? Uh, yeah, I, I, I had the ask. same uh, thought when I first saw it. Get it. ready. On your mocks. We're going to do it Saturday. <laughs> on your mocks. So get ready, Anya. But is but this... Is this? She w- did marry uh, Yusuf uh, Getset. What? Who did? She, Anya Marks married Yusuf Getset later on in life. So it was Anya Marks Getset. <laughs> Jeez. I'm glad you crack yourself up. Yeah, I think I'm pretty clever. Sometimes. I want to work with people who uh, uh, uh-huh. listen to the news. Don't do that and read the paper. Yeah, and, and know I did. The... Put an air fryer, put a cheese cheese sandwich in an air fryer, and it's one of the best grilled cheeses you'll ever have. You saw that in the paper? Yeah. Re- review on smorgies. John, thank you. Just the hell with it. I mean, <laughs> what's the point? I'm sorry, so in other John. words, all these other people have cut my news short. See, see how they yeah, are. They have, John. They have. That's it's their fault. <laughs> Take your thing. I mean, I don't really Take think we thing. can just. Huh? I think we can you just, just stay here. Yeah, just stay here. Okay, I don't want any of this. Is a test. Okay, Uh-oh. I don't want any of your sophomoric I'm BS here. I'm Microphone for, off. Yep. I normally don't bring up diaper stories of that kind. And I normally wouldn't bring up the story I'm about to bring up, except I'm serious when I tell you it's very telling and how unserious this country's become. Okay. We're in turmoil. Uh, you better watch yourself. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not watching myself. A transgender sorority member accused of acting inappropriately. Uh, I got that got right it. Okay. here. 
of acting inappropriately towards an other female members recently scored a legal victory on Friday. And this is in Wyoming, just like the diapers were in New Hampshire. We're spreading away from the country's tallest buildings. Yeah. On Friday, a federal judge in Wyoming, my adopted home state, mm-hmm. dismissed a lawsuit that was brought by members of the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority at the University of Wyoming, attempting to have a transgender woman removed from the Greek life organization. We don't want her here. The sorority member was accused of an inappropriate erection. Right? Like the one I have now? What did I ask you? What did I tell you? wasn't me. The dismissal by the judge comes shortly after... <laughs> Stop it. Oh, I'm sweating. The dismissal. (laughs) Turn my microphone off. The dismissal. That's a good idea. The dismissal by the judge comes shortly after members. See, because this is a test. test. And I'm going to ask you what the the original point of this might have been. I'm I'm back. This is very serious. It's odd when I'm the straightest. Here we go. I'll say. Yeah. The dismissal by the judge comes shortly after members of the sorority uh, filed the lawsuit against the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority. What now? Yeah. Hmm. And the transgender member identified as Artemis Langford. Saying that her membership should be voided over her gender. Artemis. You don't hear that name much. You really, you don't. In March, members of the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority filed a lawsuit against the organization and Langford, saying that Langford is a man and that Kappa Kappa Gamma's limits membership to women only. Under the sorority bylaws, every new member must be a woman. A woman is an adult human female. An adult human male is not a woman, no matter how he chooses to describe himself. Over the past several months, transgender rights have remained a topic of conversation with much controversy surrounding the idea of transgender women competing in female sports. Uh, In July, a non-binary individual was removed from a sorority at St. Lawrence University, prompting widespread criticism and discussion if the individual should be reinstated. Okay, here's my question. Oh, uh, why was the guy in the sorority in the first place? That's where we're on serious country. Well, that's, that's the easiest part of the story. You mean maybe he just walked in? And no, like, no, no. This is yeah, all just, about, look at how diverse we are, equity, inclusion. Yeah, but now they're coming to their senses and saying, look, if you're going to be a member but of this none sorority. none of that matters. It's the same thing of when the Leah Thomases yeah. of the world complained about the male swimmers in the female locker room. So, they were told this is for the betterment of all. I thought your membership in a sorority was um, tentative on the sorority accepting you and that you could be rejected at any minute. Couldn't anybody be kicked out of the sorority for any number of reasons? Yes, and it says a a transgender sorority member. So this moron had already been accepted to the sorority when he had an inappropriate deal happen. 
And then uh, they said, that's it. That's it. You're gone there, Artemis. But it was an accident. Well, well they're walking around. Yeah. They're walking around having pillow fights in yeah. their panties. I mean, Co- who can blame her? You know? Who can forget when John Belushi yeah. fell off the ladder in Animal House? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of the great scenes uh, of movie. Day. You know, at a certain age, though, aren't they all kind of accidental? Yep. <laughs> Not on purpose. Well. Well. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> but let me just say this. Yeah. What are you going to say? Uh-huh. Talk the, to me, Goose. The failed academy's not serious. The town of Hitchcock, New Hampshire, whatever the hell it is, is not serious. <laughs> I believe Hitchcock is where the, the legislature of Minnesota is not serious. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, you got two presidential candidates who shouldn't be considered seriously. It, it's just, uh, we're just in a horrible, horrible mess. So maybe that's why people do join diaper clubs and yeah. stuff like that. To escape. Maybe it's just get away what's from the, the noise. Point? Exactly. What's the point? If I wear this around, I can go to playtime and have animal crackers and Let's the whole go. deal. Yeah. Animal Only because they come to us. I know it's early, but the hell with this show. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad you're finally on our side. <laughs> Only where they come from, from the traveling linemen's at Lake Las Vegas, Nevada, home to the two Super Bowl teams. They're they're bivouac there in a couple of hotels right there in Lake Las Vegas. In a diaper. On this day in history. Feb 1. On this day in 1840, Thomas B. Walker was born in Xenia, Ohio. After making his fortune in lumber, he developed the Walker Art Gallery, which opened in 1894 and later became the Walker Arts Center. He also played an instrumental role in the creation of the Minnesota, I'm sorry, the Minneapolis Public Library. Hmm. He died in 1928. On this day, 2-1, in 1886, St. Paul's first Winter Carnival opened, hosting competitions in curling, skating, and ice polo, and boasting the first ice palace in the U.S., built in Central Park, that would be Central Park in St. Paul, because there used to be one. The palace was 140 feet long, 120 feet wide, and 100 feet high. Hmm. Fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the uh, torchlight on Saturday night. It's good. Yeah. On this day, <laughs> noted. On this Thanks, day, in 1887. What are you doing Friday? The Northwest sure. Publishing <laughs> Company was incorporated in St. Paul as a general job order printing office with the subsidiary enterprise of publishing the Western Appeal, which became the Appeal in 1889, a weekly African American newspaper that had first appeared in 1885. Editor John Quincy Adams later called it a national Afro-American newspaper and intended it to be a bold and active publication that would represent people marginalized by their race. That was in 1887. Out of its time. And finally, on this day. Are you talking about February 1st? 1933. Wendell R. Anderson was born in St. Paul. He was a member of the silver medal winning 1956 U.S. Olympic hockey team, a lawyer and former legislator in both the House and Senate. He served as governor from 1971 to 1976. 
after helping to establish a firmer control on state finances through the Minnesota miracle fiscal reforms of 1971, Anderson uh, ended his career as an elected official by appointing himself to fill the U.S. Senate seat of Walter Mondale following Mondale's election as vice president of the U.S. in November 1976. I'm embarrassed to say I don't know. Is Wendell still with us? Look it up quick, somebody. Quick. I quick. believe. Didn't he pass away a couple of years Well, that's ago. what I'm after. Yeah, I don't gone. know if I, I don't want to hear I believe. I need a fact. Wendell. Wendy Anderson. Mark I hope he's still with Anderson. us, but I don't know. Wendell. I'm hopeful that he's alive. He's dead. He died in 2016. 2016. Wendell R. Anderson. July 17th. Yep. He played hockey well into his later years. Well, Thank you, GLers. Before uh, before we ended, I, in honor of what you just said, Joe. Yeah. Oh, the hell with this show. I got places to go. See you later. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm loving that. Another long song from John Hayes. <laughs> clever yes what else is clever some of the things that you find on youtube you can't get enough of garage logic join the thousands of glers who found us on youtube just search for garage logic podcast and subscribe for nearly daily content including behind the scenes stuff full segments and some video shorts that's garage logic podcast on youtube and the Daily Logician is a great way to stay up to date on GL. The Daily Logician is a daily email sent right to your inbox with the latest news and notes from Garage Logic. Sign up right now at garagelogic.com. You'll find the Daily Logician sign up form right there on the right hand side of the homepage. And more to come about the Minnesota Golf Show. It's going to be coming up next Friday, isn't it? Week from tomorrow, bro. I think we're going to be there. That's what I hear. Let's do it. I'm ready. Star Tribune sets us hey, straight. Settle down there, Tiger. I'm not ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I just want to see if I well, let's go here. if I, I hit the going. light if the monkey would hit the button. Well, right I know away. I gotta go. It's one eighteen. I don't care. <laughs> Wasn't that perfect though? Ready? Yes. The right. <laughs> if you don't want punchlines like that, you can't leave big, giant, wide open spaces for me to step in and uh, deliver the knockout. Of course, punch. I know that. Yeah. That was so easy. I know, despite my admonition, I was going to hear something. <laughs> yeah. You mean like the one I got now? Yep, that worked. It worked out. By the way, I don't, to be honest. You mean like the one I had in 1962? That's closer. <laughs> yeah, that's closer. <laughs> Remember that one time when? Yeah. 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 Remember that one time at band camp? Yeah. Okay, once I'm, the circle of thought is done, I will be ready. I'm going to turn a hood from a Studebaker in a Studebaker Commander into an awning over my shop door. That'd be cool. With the bullet nose and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You better boulder up there tight. She'll fall on your melon. <laughs> Oh, 
right. Minimize. Why don't you two do these and show me what they're like? I really wasn't listening to the show. <laughs> oh, I'll be ready in a second here. All right, Suchi boy. Fire. Star Tribune sets us straight on Ilhan Omar. On Ilhan Omar's translated remarks. By the way, I told you so. Remember? On Ilhan Omar's translated remarks. Rook, I'll send that as one of the stories too. Thank so. you. Go. Uh, REP period. Rep Andy Smith of Rochester. Oops. Wants to tax money that does not yet exist. Wants to tax money that does not exist. Wow, look at this thing. Gripus. Town in New Hampshire. God, those stink reavers. I wish people wouldn't eat in here. A town in New Hampshire. Escapes into the world of adult diapers. What, What did I say, reavers? No, they stink. Could you calm down a second? Make sure you read that cow gas story in the business section. Get you know what ready. else we got to get to? The traffic lights in Minneapolis. Yeah, I've got that one. Saved I got her too. saved. Okay, good. Uh, uh, cow gas plan draws support and concerns and concerns. and concerns. And concerns. John yeah. Height News, Rook. Got it. All right, Olson is spelled. Oh, he took them off. Huh? What are those? Doritos. Cool Ranch. Oh, yeah, those are good. They smell good, Reeves. Who's the last time you had Doritos? Read, read the bag. Does it have sugar? Probably. Two grams. I don't know how much that is. It's more than one gram. Not quite three. Okay, uh, clean. Publish now. Yeah, I'll be good. No, and then we're doing Johnny Height stuff, right? Heard on the show. Yep. I I sent you that. So I just saw that. Thank you. So, what time is it? All right, so I got to find Johnny. Uh, Kenny, leave already? Bye, Kenny. See you, Kenny. My hair is really thinning, isn't it? Meanwhile, look at mine and Rook is thick as hell. What do you think of that, Reavers? (laughs) God. It's from wearing a baseball cap. Well, stop wearing a cap. I don't as much as I used to. I can't find one to fit my head in good anymore. So, you guys, they have William has baseball tryouts in like three weeks. 
Is that really? a little nuts? February? Holy moly. Isn't that, okay, I, I said that too, and I'm on the board, so I should probably know that. <laughs> she goes, do you realize William has baseball tryouts in three weeks? I said, what? I mean, I'm not worried, but... He got him. We got a rope. What do you call it? The rope bat for Christmas this year. The boys did. Ah, little training device. Come on, you guys need what to get your swing so that Daddy can retire. What now? <laughs> what about the Mauer quick swing? We have one of those. I didn't like using. I I bought it for myself years ago, but I didn't like it. It's tough to use by yourself, even though that's how it's marketed. Were you lonely? No, because you have to set it into the top part, and then it goes down, comes out. How did you feel to be lonely? <laughs> but obviously it worked for him. Oh, don't worry. They'll be about 16 or 17 and could care less about sports. So, Right. What now? Don't worry. They'll hit 16 or 17. We'll be able to care less about sports. So don't worry about it. Leland is. They're, I mean, they both are, but, and I love it. I don't want to squash the curiosity, but watching a game with my youngest son, holy shit. Hey, Dad, how come he's doing that? Hey, Dad, how come? Oh, my God. Why do you just watch the game? But I can't, you know, I got to answer the question, you know, because one day he'll stop asking and I'll miss it. Yeah. The only thing Dill likes now is seeing a game in person. Never would watch one on TV. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Rarely. Once in a while, he'll sit with me if I'm sitting and just gab with me. But I actually feel bad for Jess because she knows how much the boys like watching sports. So she'll just like last night. Well, so did Dill until, like I said, he hit 16. Yeah. All of a sudden, she said, well, did the Timberwolves play tonight? And I said, you want to watch the Timberwolves game? The we watched. No, the boys do. So I said, well, I feel bad. You can watch something else. We watched uh, Feud, Capote versus Swan or whatever it is. That's a really good series. I don't know what that is. Is that it's like just Capote based on? It's, right now, it's Betty Davis and Joan Crawford doing a movie together. Oh. And Susan Sarandon is Betty Davis. And Jessica Lang is um, Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford, yeah. And I it just it. it goes on and on. It's Do you cool. realize, Rook, we have now hit the month where I'll be able to watch Cincinnati such a loser. play Pittsburgh in hot <laughs> spring training action? Such a loser. Okay, Rook, I'm not that bad. I'll watch pretty much anything in the regular season. I don't watch any spring training. Well, what's Thank funny you. is Jess likes having baseball on, but it, we've had such a non-existent winter, She's do, she doesn't have the itch. That's why she wanted to book this trip. <clears throat> All right, hang tight. Um, so I got three Do you need me to come over stories there? on there. No, now it's just hit save. I got clean. I got post right away, publish episode. So I hit the save the first time, right? Yep. And then it, it should say... Saving, and then it goes over to Garage Logic. It should, if it's saving correctly, it should show up as. Yep. Wait. No, you need audio. Oh, back. I didn't. Uh, that's right. So just click back on it. 
I didn't upload, did I? Right. And I always like keeping them under the date modified because then the la the very last thing that you save to your desktop is always the first thing that pops up. It just makes it easier. Got it. Now save. Saving. Now it's audio processing. Over to here. Now make sure you... And then, uh, uh, town council, <laughs> you really got your money through today. Here <laughs> we go. Yeah, Joe was out of here like a bad hell. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll prorate it. We'll prorate it for this month. <laughs> Next week should be a extra special treat. <laughs> All right, bye guys. All right, see you later. See you, Jenny.